Hey there, this is Jackie of Maiden Voyage, and you're listening to episode 12, season one, our season one finale, where we're going to tackle how to make a comeback when your brand fails. Maiden Voyage is a podcast recorded by the women of Impulse Creative. We are CEOs, salespeople, project managers, writers, and marketers. We're also wives, rad moms, remote employees all over the country, in-house staff, empowered single ladies, and all-around ass-kickers. There's a lot of challenges we face, overcome, and share that make our voyage different than those of the men we work with. This is our journey. All right, today we're talking with all of the mermaids about brands, when they fail, when they look bad, when they get a little bit of mud on their face, but how they've recovered. So we're going to share some really fun examples with you. And we hope that if you're listening and your brand has taken a bit of a stumble, whether it be personally or professionally, that you can take something away today and help you spin it up and recoup all your efforts. Uh, Rachel, I know that you've seen Martha Stewart speak before and she is like the epitome of brand fail comeback. I mean, she's even working with one of the, and I would say Snoop Dogg is a brand fail comeback as well. So the two of them together are like killing it right now. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about like hearing her speak and, and your, your, your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, so I remember hearing her speak at Inbound a couple years ago. Um, and I wasn't all that impressed with her speaking abilities, but uh, what she had to say was pretty awesome. Um, she didn't bring up her past, of course. I mean, that's part of, you know, brand damage control. Don't talk about it too much. Um, but she basically acted like nothing happened. Um, she even did her Martha Stewart thing in prison when she was there. She did her ceramics and pottery and she um, apparently found a new cleaner and she cleans the prison while she was there. I mean, it's really funny, but um, she lost, I read somewhere that she lost like a billion dollars and she's still successful. And she published her 71st book right out of prison. Um, she didn't even like skip a beat. I mean, and she wasn't then, in for very long, but. Right, no. And she didn't like kill anybody. So like, let's define that. Let's right. talk about what your brand pitfall was. If it was murder, we're not going to have advice for you here today. But <laughs> if it was like fraud or like really bad PR or an incident that happened, I mean, there are things that you can come back from. And I think what Rachel just explained taking away from like the whole Martha Stewart situation is that she didn't let it pause her hustle. She kept that hustle going. She made a mistake, but that didn't slow down her being the boss lady. Um, and it was a white collar crime. And I don't think like she didn't really serve, like Rachel said, that much time. But I think it was keeping her hustle strong, which made her successful coming out of the gate. I read an article recently that said um, that like now she's selling, I never know what it's called, CBD oil, whatever, yeah. the marijuana thing minus the THC. Right. Mm -hmm. She's selling it. And because it has her brand on it, like older people are like, oh, well, Martha Stewart. And it's like helping them. <laughs> so I thought um, that was We had, um, I had a prospect meeting with someone, this is totally off topic, but for like CBD oil, that's what they were selling. And they were telling me that their target market is the 55 and older community because it's great for like arthritic and bad knees and bad yeah. backs. And like, like my 70 year old aunt is like, I'd pay the most money for my CBD cream because it helps my knee. So mm -hmm. I think that she is, again, capitalizing and taking the opportunity to like 
empower her business through marketing herself in dynamic ways, like all kinds, like working with Snoop Dogg on a cooking show. I would have never thought that would make sense, but have you seen Mm -mm. anyone? No, but I can only imagine it. It's hysterical. I've watched it once or twice and the way that they interact with each other is just like pure gold. It's hysterical. So that's what I read in the article too, is that Snoop Dogg also sells that oil. And he's like, I'm not even. Yeah, I can see. Martha, I can't see. And he wasn't threatened by it at all because he's like, it's a total different market that she's like getting that no one would even look at mine, you know? No, they don't know who Snoop Dogg is. They're like Martha Stewart Levy. They're like, no. Right. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So good for her. Kudos, Martha. I mean, she did some bad stuff. So don't do naughty things just to make a comeback. But when you do, I think the lesson we learned there, like I said, come out of the gate strong. Well, and she addressed it, but didn't dwell on it. Apologize or do whatever you need to do and move on. If anything, she I handled it with grace. Yeah. If anything, I feel like her brand is stronger now than it was before. Mm-hmm. At least in my eyes, I do. Well, and I think that's the other thing. I think because of this, she could have potentially hit a younger generation too. Because maybe I didn't, wasn't like, at the time it happened, I was young enough that I wasn't shopping the Martha Stewart Living Collection, but I sure got familiar with who she was and her businesses. And like, I feel like we learned about it in school a little bit. And and now my whole life feels like I've known there was a scandal, but you can still get her towels at Macy's. Right. And I know who that is. There's that brand recognition, even from me, who maybe only got to know her through that scandal. Yeah, agreed. Courtney, I think you, um, you and I, um, had and Jen had the amazing emotional experience at Inbound last year. Um, and in case you guys don't know, Inbound is a um, marketing conference that happens in Boston every year, and it's held by a company called HubSpot. It's really cool. You should check it out. I have seen Michelle Obama speak, and I wasn't there for Martha, but Michelle Obama was like amazing. And uh, last year, we saw one of the keynote speakers that Courtney's going to talk about now um, is the gentleman who started Charity Water. And like, it was what, guys, like 9 a.m., not even on the last day of the conference. And the three of us were hysterical crying in a room of thousands of people, hysterical crying, listening to this man's comeback story. Yeah, I definitely was not prepared emotionally for that. I had no idea. I'd never heard of his name Scott Harrison. I've never heard of him uh, before inbound. And then um, I believe that was the only keynote we attended as well. And I just like didn't know what to expect. But right. yeah, we were like, like ugly crying at the end of that. But um, he's the perfect example of making an awesome comeback. So a little backstory. This guy was a club promoter in New York. Um, he grew up in a very strict religious household. And basically, once he got to college, he completely rebelled and just built this awful reputation of just, you know, drugs, alcohol, rock and roll. Um, Well, he was a club promoter, right? So, like, his job was to push drugs and alcohol. Exactly. It was a lifestyle that he was getting paid. He was literally getting paid to drink Budweiser in clubs and, like, shut the place down, get as many people to attend. So, um he kind of built his image around that type of career and lifestyle. And so growing up in a religious household, um, you know, he had all these signs happen. I'm actually reading his book right now called Thirst. Shout out to Remington for hooking this, hooking hooking it up with his book. I'm still reading it, but this has his whole story and the things that he hasn't even talked about it inbound. But 
basically he realizes that he needs to make a complete 360 change and wanted to start serving and getting into some charity work. And it, he realized that he applied to so many um, different places around the world to try and help serve and no one would accept him. So there was only one place and it took him months to even hear back. And didn't he have to pay them? Yeah. The, right? Like the big, like he'd applied to all these places and they were like, no, you're, we don't want your image associated with our, you know, good Samaritan organization. Exactly. And they were like, if you pay us money, you can come. Right. Then, I think he was paying yeah. them $500 a month. Right. And he sold all his possessions and was like, fine, here you go. Yeah. So he was like, wow, this couldn't be more opposite than the lifestyle he was living, getting paid to just be a savage and like get drunk and high and just live this crazy lifestyle. So he was paying this one company, the only one that would accept him um, in this small town. Where was it? It was like in Africa, like not Cape town. Um, That's South Africa. It was, it was, I don't remember the location. But it was a boat. He lived on a boat off the coast right. of Africa. And so basically he helped out. His job was to take photos um, mm-hmm. of everything. And so so a lot of people were coming in and people would, he was helping out at this hospital, right? Right. And yeah. this, was, this was taking place at like a, a football field or type of stadium. And people would travel days to get there just to, to maybe be seen. So right. it wasn't even guaranteed that these people who have, who walk there for days would even be treated. And they were treating like two facial tumors and like, like people were going to die if they didn't get the treatment that these doctors mm-hmm. were going to be performing at no cost. These procedures, like Courtney said, people were walking forever for the hope that they would be seen by a doctor. And he was photographing all of this. Exactly. And so while he was there, um, he noticed a a huge issue that was probably the main cause of a lot of these health problems. And the the issue was that people were drinking like the dirtiest water, like to the point where you could not even see a reflection. And man, the stories he told like were unbelievable, like people traveling days, days to get to fill up their jar with this water that's killing them. Like, and so... Um, basically what he did was he took all that information back home with him and he started Charity Water to raise money so that they could install a fountain and provide clean water for these people. I mean, I like, he literally witnessed this little boy drink water, vomit on himself and continue to drink the water. Like that's how unhealthy the, the water quality was. So after, you know, taking all those photos and experiencing that firsthand, he realized that this was an issue that he was passionate about and wanted to solve. And so then he came up with Charity Water, which has um, really exploded. He's gotten a lot of help and support. And, you know, like any business has its downfalls and challenges. And, you know, he's he almost failed a few times. But with, um, you know, it did end up helping him that he had such a large um, network from mm-hmm. his previous job, but just a total 360 of rebuilding his image. Um, and now he, he just like completely looked back on that old lifestyle. And now his, you know, when you think of Scott Harrison, you don't, you don't really associate him with that crazy party. Like when you, when you hear his name, you think of charity water. Yeah. So 
And of course, that's not something that happened overnight. You know, it, it took a huge life change and commitment and so much effort and, and experiencing something so wild that, um, you know, is so life-changing and eye-opening. Like, it, it's all it takes to, like, want to rebrand yourself. Yep. Yeah, he was moved, like, passionately moved to make a difference in this world. And he's doing that, like, one fountain at a time, right? And the geysers, like, they're, they're like, digging on site. I think it's really cool, too, because now he's trying to give back to those communities. Um, and he's training local individuals to 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 be like the diggers and the 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 men and women who are working on getting clean water in their community like he's funding it but he's showing them how to do it so he's not only giving them clean water but he's giving them an opportunity to better themselves as well through financial freedom so it's like super amazing and like that it's like the comeback kid story of all time yeah very inspiring you yeah. ever have a chance to like see him speak, I highly recommend it. I've never been so moved. I was joking that like if he had passed around a basket of collections, I would have emptied out my wallet for him and given him like all of my blank checks to do whatever he, like it was so moving listening to him speak. And I think um, in this country, we take for granted clean water um, yeah. and the accessibility to it. And um, it's something that like, I no longer take for granted and think yeah. about very rarely. Like, you know, those, like he was talking about it. How many of you have like this much water left in your water bottle? You're just going to chuck it in the trash before you leave. Like, or leave your sink on when you're brushing your teeth. Oh my God. The day, the day before I heard him speak, I did that. And I was like, wow, I feel like such a piece of crap, like, like wasting that. But, um, so I highly recommend this book. If you haven't read it yet, I'll leave a link in the description. Um, so all proceeds go to Charity Water. So it's a good way to, to learn more about Scott and his journey and mm-hmm. his charity while supporting it at the same time. Absolutely. Awesome. And then Audrey, uh, you and I were chatting last night. I mean, you have some really great examples of some comeback moments. Yeah. I And you know what? This conversation actually like sparked something else in me um, like about rebranding your, your personal image. I used to be like the biggest Mandy Moore fan, like when she was a singer and she literally like transformed yes. her. People don't even think of her as a singer anymore. Nope. You know? She's mm-hmm. an actress now. Mm-hmm. And the reason I brought that up is because I was thinking about a personal brand that failed. That was um, a singer. And I think we all probably remember the Mariah Carey fail of 2017 at the um, New Year's Eve whatever it is with Ryan Seacrest, the ball drop. And mm-hmm. she heard the hell out of that. Like no. she forgot the words pretty much. Right. And then no. just stopped thinking. So she, she said she couldn't hear it. Ryan Seacrest said she could hear it. And then I guess there was a monitor behind it. But the whole point was, is that she, her vocal cords can't get to the range they got to in 1996 when she sang that song. Right. Like, she can't get there anymore. So when I like saw that, I was like, you know what? She's probably just done. We all hear these like diva stories of her, how she has to have like a fan around her all the time and like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then she's um, put out like a whole new album or at least like four or five songs in 2018. And I recently, I know Jackie, we're both like the fifth and sixth share of the voice. So that I, <laughs> I saw her on there and she killed it. And I saw an article afterwards that all of the coaches we're like, people give her this diva like image, but she was so nice. So encouraging. She mm-hmm. did work on all of the, um, like all of the 
whoever they are, participants beforehand, mm-hmm. like knew her stuff going in. And I thought that was really cool because maybe she was a diva and that moment humbled her. And so she sure. put on a new image of not being that way because it's not like she's getting any younger, you know? Right. And I think we're, a, we have to give ourselves the grace to learn from our mistakes. And she's so iconic. Like she is awesome. Like she's amazing. Yeah. She surpasses generations because all I want for Christmas is like my jam. And I'm passing that down now to my daughter. When that song comes on, she knows that it's our jam. It and is that Christmas song. Right. Like that song came out a long time ago. So I think that like she has the ability to transcend generations with her music. But I also think like Audrey, you said that she had a moment and like, you know, reel it in. You gotta reel it in. Another singer that comes to mind is Britney Spears. That's what we were talking about last night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me none of you had a moment where you're like, I'm going to shave my head and I'm going to take a bat to it because I've (laughs) had that moment. I do that thing where I'm like, it's not that bad. I'm not going to go shave my head. Like I say that to myself often. (laughs) And like the time she got out of the car and wasn't wearing any underwear and she showed everyone her Britney. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we refer to that regularly in my house. Like, don't go showing everybody your Britney. Like, and it's unfortunate that her name can become, what is that, like an adjective, I suppose? Um, but she did come back, and she is killing it in Vegas right now. Yeah, like when I first heard she was going out there, I was like, oh, God, this is going to be a train wreck. Hmm. <laughs> but it wasn't. I mean, she's no. doing so well. I would love- I'm not sure she came back 100%, though. I feel like she lost a little bit of her street cred. Yeah, well, you know, I keep seeing memes saying like, like the older I get, the more I understand. Yes, I mean it's true. Yes, I see that too. <laughs> Telling you, girls, there have been days where I threaten others, like, "Don't make me shave my head. <laughs> Don't put me in that position. You're doing that." I'm, I'm excited for like later in the for next season. I guess I'm excited to talk about like, like company brands that have like failed and then came back because there's so many on that level too yeah Mm -hmm. Jen did you have I think you were going to talk like tips for us or did you have another brand fail that you wanted to bring up um I have like a smaller shorter brand fail it's a little bit more in the past but I think it um I don't know. I think it complements this one. Compliment isn't the word. It's a little opposite than this. So okay. um, something that I think of is brands that are a little bit more bold that have fails. So we've all seen like Wendy's, for example, and their um, clever, like witty Twitter spats that they have with people that we laugh back and forth about. But I don't know if you ladies remember um, back in 2017 when they had their, um, what was the campaign called? Like the Fresh Never Frozen uh, meat campaign. Um, They had been on like a little spat with the Twitter user back and forth. And they had posted um, that, you know, like that Pepe the Frog meme, like the green frog meme. They posted some sort of meme and there was this huge backlash because Um, the person managing the Twitter account didn't realize that although this was a popular meme, Pepe had a lot of, um, like white supremacist connotations around it. Um, even though they posted this thing to be playful, they were getting a lot of, um, in regards to that, that, um, because they posted this meme that's often associated with a certain kind of humor and language that people were, um, thinking that, you know, Wendy's was racist. Right, yeah. um, that's dangerous territory. 
Yeah. Oh, I remember that. That guy got, they, that person got fired immediately, didn't I? I don't remember if they did, but I know um, they tried taking it down quickly, but a lot of people had already screenshotted it and it was splashed all across the internet. Um, so I guess what I wanted to take away from that, like the lesson learned from that is if you have a more playful brand or something like that, you have to be very cautious of the way that you're utilizing pop culture references because they take on so many different uh, connotations and elements that you might not even realize. And while you're trying to maintain that humor in your brand, you could unintentionally be marring your reputation. For sure. Yeah. You have to be really careful. Yeah. How many times do you get like, I don't know, in your um, email, like, I listen to Refinery29 all the time and you'll always hear of a celebrity being like, oh, this person is apologizing for this because they think they're being funny, but it's not funny. Right. Right. To heart. Well, and so, but I, you know, as a devil's advocate, I think sometimes as a society, we're getting a little too sensitive as well. Absolutely. And like, people have way too much to say and like, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, you shouldn't say anything at all. I know all your mamas taught you that a long time ago. But, like, I think that, like, it is not practiced on social media, first of all. And second of all, I think that, like, not everything's that serious, man. It's just not. And, like, I get being offended and you're allowed to feel the way you feel. But I think that sometimes you have to be careful what you start apologizing for and how often you do it. Because if you make it a habit, then there's going to be no fine line between your humor versus who you are. I almost care more for people who are unapologetically unapologetic. Like I am not apologizing because I'm not sorry. And if you don't like my humor, stop following me. Mm -hmm. Um, I follow a few um, like mom and dad, uh, like Instagram blog accounts. He's called dad and buried and he's hysterical. And he regularly will be like, I take some screenshot hate I got a hate message last night and I just asked him politely to unfollow me because I'm not gonna apologize for what I said. I believe it. This is my account. If you don't like it, you can move on. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a little bit of that going on as well with a lot of celebrities, but it just goes to show that like you can't please what is that? You can't please everyone. Today's not your day. Tomorrow doesn't look good either. Something like that. I mean you're not gonna think everyone is funny. And I think you need to as a, as a brand, when you do make a mistake, and I think we'll go into this now, some tips you can do uh, to bring yourself back from the gutter. Um, I'll just share a few things that I found. And then if anyone else has anything, um, and, and some of it we already kind of chatted about, but things like, like don't dwell in the past. So if you made the mistake, like you don't hear Martha talking about going to jail, she's not going to bring that up. So don't you bring up whatever misstep that you took in, in, the, in the past. Um, owning up to what happened. So again, saying like, yeah, that happened, but we're just going to push forward. And just like Martha, don't lose momentum. Keep moving forward. Keep going. I think um, another thing that goes hand in hand with that, Jackie, sorry to interrupt, but um, not blaming others either. I feel like a big thing is people try to shovel the blame onto someone else instead of accepting or taking it. And I don't know. I just think that it goes hand in hand of like, apologize, or, but don't cash shade on other people, like own up to it. I, I also think one thing I, I saw in my research was like, it, they said, make the phone call. Like there's no need to put and splash your shit across national news or even on Instagram. Like if you've offended someone or something happened, like there's no shame in taking it offline and making up for that privately. Everything doesn't have to be in front of the world. And I think sometimes that's, 
a, a misstep is that you just keep like apologizing, 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 like just directly go to the person or whoever that you've offended. Um, like Jen said, like, don't make excuses. Um, and all these things are the same thing, like own your mess, like all those things. It's really about like being authentic, take the appropriate steps. If you did do something wrong to address it and really just press on and move forward. And I think that there are a lot of things you can come back from. And I don't think that any of the brands we, or the people we mentioned today, you know, have, have faltered in any way financially for after these mistakes. They've only made gains. I mean, like, look at the Kardashians. How many times have those girls had to apologize in real life or on social media? All the family obligations. Yeah, I was thinking about them. Like, everything that they have gone through, they are still millionaires, and they still kill it and have many, many people who adore them. So just keep, like, doing you out there and press on. All right, well, that's going to come to a close of season one. We have had a really amazing time sharing our thoughts um, with all of you out there, and I hope you've enjoyed listening. Stay tuned for season two. We're coming back bigger and badder than ever. But for our final hot sauce packet of season one, we're going to be giving it to our amazing behind the scene team. So many people at Impulse Creative have gotten together to make this happen on nights and weekends and over time. And we're just so thankful to have such an amazing team who believes in us, who is passionate about the things that we're passionate about and is giving us the space and the freedom to like do us. So we just want to say thank you to Remington and the Impulse team. You guys are the ultimate hot sauce packets in our eyes. Um, and we're so excited for season two. So join us in a few weeks when we're going to take a minute, regroup, line a lot of really cool stuff up for season two, more interviews, like more robust conversation. And if you have any ideas for us or things you want us to talk about or address, leave it in the comments and share with us with all of your friends. Sadly, that'll do it for this week's episode of Maiden Voyage. We'd like to thank you, our amazing listeners, because let's face it, lady life is hard. It's incredible how much we accomplish every day, and we all deserve awards just for existing. If you're watching the show, make sure that you subscribe, click on that thing for instant notifications, speak your mind in the comments, and share us with your fellow voyagers.